there, this is Tiff and welcome to the Tiffany Micah podcast. What we do here is we solve your problems so that you're out there working on achieving your big dreams and big goals. So when you listen to these episodes, if you can do me a favor, take a screenshot of the episode that you're actually listening to, share it on social media and share it with your friends with hashtag potential with tip so that i can give you a shout out and really thank you for listening because i'd really appreciate it hey there this is tiff from the tiffany micah podcast and welcome to today's episode so today what we're going to do we're going to be talking about another anti-bloodline code no discipline and i find if you don't have discipline then how can you have what you want How can you really get to the level of the champion in your sport that you want to become with no discipline? And there are athletes out there who show up and they lack discipline and they do okay. But do you want to just do okay? Or do you want to succeed and do you want to be the best? Because I know what you want to do, don't you? You want to succeed and you want to be the best. And I want that for you too. So even though that I'm not competing right now, I can tell you if I didn't get up early in the morning, if I didn't train at the gym, if I didn't do my daily success habits, if I didn't sleep well and long enough, if I didn't eat the right foods to foods to fuel my body, if I didn't plan out my days, my weeks, my months, and if I didn't have the discipline to do all of those habits, routines, rituals, or whatever you want to call it, I wouldn't be achieving my goals either. Okay, so even though I'm not in not in competition mode these days, I still have to be disciplined in order to achieve what I want to achieve. I want to build an academy, right, for people like you. But I'm not going to be able to do that if I just rock up just now and then and just show up and just do minimal effort. So how do we create discipline for us to achieve? Because rocking up from time to time or being casual on your approach really will not give you the results that you desire. And I see this with so many athletes. I see this with so many, even the golfers that I teach these days, they want the results, but you know what? They're not willing to discipline themselves to go and practice They don't see that the value of what discipline actually will bring them. So what is the anti-bloodline code of no discipline? What does that actually mean? Because discipline means a code of behavior or a list of rules. So what does the anti-bloodline code no discipline actually mean? Well, this is what I believe this means. You hate discipline and you don't have any discipline. You hate planning. You completely reject structure. You won't show up if you don't feel like it. When it gets too hard, you make excuses and you quit. You're being casual on your approach. You don't see the value but that discipline actually brings you. You have no code of behavior. You have no set of rules. So what are the main points here? Number one, no set of rules. Number two, no code of behavior. Number three, casual on approach. Number four, only do it when you feel like it, like if you're in the right mood. Number five, there's no structure and you refuse to plan. You hope to just wing it and hope that it will all work. That's what no discipline means. 
So let's break it down and have a look at what each means in more detail. So what does no set of rules mean? Well, we have our subconscious minds actually set a, a list of rules for ourselves, but it's automatic. So however we operate is however we operate. So how I look at it is we've actually got no rules in place if we just let our subconscious just dictate to us what goes on. And we think of it as a set of standards. And I like to think of it is, you know what, you don't have a set of standards in place of how you want to operate. So I want you to be thinking about standards such as how you dress, right? How you clothe yourself or clothes you wear, how you present yourself, how you treat people. Are you tidy or untidy? Are you looking after your body, your health, your fitness? Are you dedicated to training and sport? Because if that's a standard that you don't have, therefore you display a standard in which shows no discipline. And do you think you'll be respected by your coaches or your peers? Nope, probably not. Not if you want to be taken seriously as a professional athlete. Even if you're not a professional athlete yet and you're working towards that, you've got to conduct yourself in a way in which you are going to be that professional athlete. It's that fake it before you make it type scenario. You've got to work on it. Okay. Number two, no code of behavior. So what no code of behavior means like, you have no manners, no etiquette, you have no habits that will actually benefit you. And most likely, again, most likely you'll have this unwritten code, like this subconscious code that uh, you have no manners, you have no etiquette, you have no habits that will benefit you. It's subconscious, it's an unwritten code that you're probably not aware of. But it'll be one of the reasons that'll hold you back. Number three, you're casual on your approach. So don't get me wrong because you do want to feel relaxed and you can feel easygoing, you can feel laid back and I get that. I do, I get that because I like to feel relaxed. I can be quite laid back but it doesn't mean I'm casual on my approach. But what I mean here is that if you just rock up and you hope the universe looks after you when you rock up without putting any effort in prior to that, then this will be another reason that will actually hold you back because being casual, again, won't get you the results. Number four, you only do it like your sport or your training when you feel like it. And what happens when you have a match or a tournament or a competition and you don't feel like it on the day? What happens? You want to play but you don't feel like it. What happens then? You don't give 100%. You may go at about a 50% level. You may forfeit, you may go through the motions, you may fake an injury or an illness so you can get out of it. And you know what? Reality is life just doesn't work that way. It's not just sport because sometimes things are tough. Sometimes things are hard. Sometimes things just won't work the way we want them to. Sometimes we don't feel good. Sometimes we don't feel like it. But do you know what champions do? Do you know what serious athletes, serious champions do? They show up anyway, even if they don't feel like it. And this is what gives you power because what builds up is by you showing up, you doing the work and you doing the best effort that you can, even when you don't feel like it, 
It builds you. It builds character in you. But you need to you need to show up even when you don't feel like it. Even like going to the gym and doing some training. I feel like that sometimes. I just oh, I don't really want to go. But I show up and I do it and then every time I do that, I come away and I go, "Well done, Tiff." Right? You've got to congratulate yourself for showing up and doing it when you don't feel like it because it makes you stronger. And number five, no plans, no structure. So I want you to think about this. If you show up every day, you train, but you have no set plan. You don't have a timetable when you're doing things like for school or work. You practice um you know, you don't have the, the practice time set up in your timetable for outside team training or with your team or stretching or weight and strength conditioning or cardio or stamina training or sprint training or your food intake or your food preparation or your study or your competition. I could go on and on and on. But if you don't have these things in place, then what are you doing? What are you working towards? You're just winging it right? No plans, no structure. You're just winging it. There's no plan in place. There's no structure in place. So how are you going to achieve achieve your sports dreams? It's a big question, isn't it? How are you going to achieve your sports dreams if you've got no plan, no structure? Think about it. So what I've got here for you is following is how to develop unswerving discipline because we've just spoken about the no discipline, right? The non-discipline of the anti-bloodline code. Now we need the bloodline code of discipline. How do we create unswerving discipline? Now I had recorded this recently. Again, I'm just going to give you the uh, episode, part of the episode in how you can craft unswerving discipline. So make sure you listen to that. Now keep doing what you're doing. Don't go anywhere and let's create that unswerving discipline. And I look forward to hearing from you soon. So what are we going to focus on here for you today is a few things that I've set up for you. Now, there's quite a few points here, so you will need your notebook ready for this one. There's five key areas that we're actually going to be working on in creating this unwavering discipline. And what actually happens is there's lots of pieces to this as well, okay? So number one is that we have to create plans for structure, Right, so that's that's the main objective is what we've got to do. This is how we're going to create this unwavering discipline. And I don't mean that you have to be so structured and rigid that you, you know, oh no, I can't do that because I've set this up in place. That thing that you've set up in place may not be working for you. So then you still want to have that flexibility that you need to change that if it's not working. Okay, so I just want you to make sure about that. So one is we create the plans for structure. And two is we show up and do the work, all right? So that's really simple, right? Two simple steps. One, create the plans for structure, and two, showing up and doing the work. But you're probably thinking, all right, Tiff, great, thanks, that's it. Well, actually, no, that's not it because there's a lot more to that. 
we have to go, okay, well, what is it that we need to do to create the plans for structure? So this is what I'm going to share with you now, all the pieces in place, okay? So what we need to be doing here is we need to be setting goals. So we need to be setting goals so that we know what we're working towards because what actually happens is when we set goals and we know what we're working towards, then we can create a plan. But if you're just out there having this big vision of what you want to create and there's um, you know no plans set in place there's no structure around those plans to to make those things happen you find that you end up just getting into a rut of doing the same thing over and over and over again but nothing seems to be changing you'll get to a certain point and then you'll hit a wall and then you, you won't be able to break through that and guarantee that happens because I went through that many times so Creating plans for structure, we're showing up and doing the work and we're setting those goals, okay? So number one, what we want to be doing here is we want to be setting what we call our GPS. So that's GPS is our goal, purpose and strategy, okay? So that's really the first piece of that. So goal is we want to identify the goal. Purpose is what do you want, why do you want the goal? And strategy is, well, what strategies do you need to have in place to make that happen? Okay, so that's part, this is part one, is just that GPS is being aware of identifying the goal, the purpose of why do you want the goal, and the strategy, what strategies do you need to have in place to make that happen? Okay, so that's the first part. So let's look at our ultimate goal, okay, in this GPS, goal, purpose, strategy. So we're still on number one. So what I want you to do is I want you to identify what your ultimate goal is. Now, it might be, I'm going to give you an example, it might be playing soccer for your your national team, okay? That might be your ultimate goal. It might be something further than that. It might be going to the Olympics and uh, playing for your country in your sport, whatever it is, okay? So one is your ultimate goal. Two is your purpose. So what is the purpose of why you want to become the athlete that you want to become the player you know for the national team or something like that well is it because you want to be a professional athlete is it because you want the money you want the fame you want to support your family you want the sponsorship you want the freedom to be able to do and play the sport that you love whatever it is write down what that purpose is three then what we want to do is we want to identify the strategies that we need to do we need to make that goal happen okay so what skills do we need so we need to work out a strategy around the skills nutrition very important if you want to perform the way that you want to perform you need to be fueling your body with the right food stamina what type of stamina do you need to have in place speed um, strength flexibility balance What else? Mental training, so focus, knowing how to perform under pressure, how to control your emotions in key moments, right? Those are all the things that we need to be looking at, at the strategy, what we need to have in place for that big goal, okay? The coach, the team, whatever it it is, who's your ultimate coach, the ultimate team that you want to be with? Be very, very clear. And then The fourth part of this piece is when. When do you want that to happen? Because we want to set a goal of like have an end date for that. Now, we don't know when that's going to happen. You might set that goal for a year from now and then that year comes and goes and you're like, oh, well, I'm not there yet. It may take longer than than what you 
have initially planned. But if we have that plan set in place, you have a date of when you would like to achieve that, and then you have all these strategies, your purpose and your goal laid out, then you're like, right, okay, this is what I need to do, okay? Now, the next part of that, because we're still in number one, right? Goal, purpose, strategy. So the first part was to establish what your ultimate goal is. Now, what we want to do is we want to break it down, okay? So we actually want to plan into our yearly goal from that. So just say that ultimate goal is might be two or three years away, what do we want to do by the end of this year or, or, or our yearly goal? Okay, you might want to be you might you might be playing in Division Five in your soccer, so you might want to be in Division Two by the end of the year. Okay, set that goal. What's the purpose, right? What's the purpose of of doing that? Well, that will help you improve and get you closer to your ultimate goal, won't it? What's the strategy? Well, what skills do you need to have in place in order for you to get to Division 2? Right, so that's our yearly goal. The next part of that, we have to set the quarterly goal. We're actually getting close to the end of, of June now. So we've got to be starting to think about the next six months anyway. What's What do we want to be true by the end of September? Okay, September 30. What needs to be true? Well, Maybe you need your quarter goal is to train the skills to be a Division Two player now, even if you're not a Division Two player yet. But train the skills to be the Division Two player that you want to be now. Purpose? Well, what's the purpose? By doing this will give you the opportunity to be picked for a Division Two team. What's your strategy? Well, the strategy is what skills do you need to have in place? There might be specific skills that you'll need right now so that they may need more attention. So you need to identify what these are. Okay, what we're doing is we're breaking it down, aren't we? We're breaking it down, creating that structure so we have that unwavering discipline. All right, that's just one piece. So that'll be outlined for you just like in in brief points. Um, wherever you hear this episode so it's easy for you to then go to it but this is what we need to do okay step two now we've got to plan out the quarter we know what we want we know what our quarterly goal is well then now we've got to plan out the actual quarter so what I want you to be looking at is I want you to break down into three months right so we want Month one, month two, month three. So month one will be July, month two will be August, month three will be September. So you need to identify what skills that you must be working on in July, August and September. Now there could be different skills in July compared to August and September. But you need to identify what these are. So you need to put those in place, okay? But the main things is we always need to make sure that we're always working on improving our soccer skills. We're always making sure we're looking after our nutritional side. We're flexible, balanced. We have speed. We have strength. We have stamina. And we're always working on the mental side as well. We've got to have all of these things working in place, okay? Step three. Plan your first month. So see how we're breaking it down. We've gone from our ultimate goal. Now we've gone to our yearly goal. Now we've gone to a quarterly goal. We've talked about 
planning your quarter, so what you need, what skills you need in each month. And now what we need to do is we need to plan your first month. So what we want to do now is in step three is plan out your first month. So what you want to do here is write out what you must work on in month one. Okay, so you've identified what the skills are to work in month one with the previous question on planning your quarter. Now what you need to do is write out everything that you've got in plan for month one and then we've got to break it down now into weeks. See, we're breaking it down step by step. So what I want you to do here is I want you to write down what you must be working on in weeks one, two, three, and four of that first month. We're working on simplifying and making this easy for you, okay? It's step by step. It's like when you're playing your sport, one shot at a time, okay? One kick at a time, one dribble at a time, one pass at a time. That's how we need to operate when we're planning as well. Step four, now what we've got to do is we've got to plan our week, okay? So you've got to plan out your week. So what I want you to do here is I want you to write down what you must be working on each day from Monday to Sunday. So things that you could be looking at is identifying when you are going to be working on what you need to be working on. Are you working on them in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening? And then what you need to do is you need to put them into a daily schedule, the time that you will do them. So like create a time block for them, the amount of time that you're going to allow to work on these specific skills of food preparation, skills in your sport, the mental side of things, the, the, like the sprint work, the strength work and so on. Plan it out exactly when you're going to actually do that so you have a schedule in place. Now, once you've done that, because this is quite a bit to take in. So we've done step one was planning out our ultimate goal. So we needed our GPS around that, our goal, purpose, and strategy. Step two was then what we wanted to be then doing was planning our quarter Okay, so the skills in month one, two, and three. Step three, then we wanted to be planning our month, our very first month, so from weeks one, two, three, and four. Then step four, we wanted to be planning out the week, so we wanted to identify exactly what we needed to do from Monday to Sunday. And here's our step five. Step five is we want to evaluate the week, and you do this at the end of each of your training weeks. So there's four parts in here that you want to be doing when you're evaluating your week and very simple questions, okay? We've got to keep it really simple for you. So one is identify what worked. So when you look back at your week, what worked really well for you? What were you be able what were you able to execute really well? The schedule, the structure, the the skills, the training, the food preparation, whatever it is that you needed to do. Step Part number two, sorry, part two, identify what didn't work. So then you look at, you know, what pieces worked, what didn't work, um, what could you do better and so on. And that's number three is identify what needs to be changed for the following week. So we've got one is identify what worked, two, identify what didn't work, and three, identify what needs to be, what changes need to be made for the following week. And part four of that is craft your new plan for the following week. So this is how we create that unwavering discipline, isn't it? We've created structure for you. 
I'll tell you, when you do it and you operate in this manner, this is where the magic is. There's lots of magic that happens when we're actually quite structured and we've got our setup in place. We've got everything that we need to have in place so that we're actually having that unwavering discipline. Okay, so you need to make sure that you're doing this as part of what you do. Okay, so remember, it's all about you having unwavering discipline and this is part of your bloodline code. So I hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard today. And also, if you'd love to share how you've planned it out, I'd love to to see that and um get some feedback from you and I can give you some feedback if you would like it. So just make sure you send me an email. Uh, I wish you the very best uh, working on this because I would love to see the plan. So if you've got friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes, I'd really appreciate if you could share with your friends because we want to build the reach of potential with TIFF community as big as we possibly can. And I want you to dream big, believe in you and go after your dreams. Have an absolutely awesome day. Take care. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today. If you have any questions about the frustrations that you're actually going through right now, Come over and visit my site, tiffany-mika.com, and you will see on the home page I've set up Ask Tiff. Now, what Ask Tiff is, is this is where you can ask me a question, and I will record an episode for you on how to solve that frustration or those frustrations you're actually going through so that we can get the problem solved for you so that you're actually out there achieving your big dreams and goals. So if you want me to mention your name in the episode, happy to do so. If you don't, I can keep it anonymous. It's fine by me. But make sure you go over and and go to the Ask Tiff on the homepage of my website. If you've just got 30 seconds to spare, I'd also appreciate if you could leave a five-star review wherever you hear these episodes. And remember, take a screenshot, add the hashtag PotentialWithTiff so that I can give you a shout out for sharing these episodes on social media. I'd really appreciate it. And remember this, always, always, always dream big, believe in you and go after your dreams.